You're listening to Gizmonic Institute Radio. In the not-too-distant future, in the basement of a chunky cheese, there was a guy named Dr. Odd, concocting an evil scheme. One thing that drove him bonkers was people talking when movies played. So he shot some suckers into space to make them watch MST3K. Jeff? Yeah. Uh, could you put your finger right here? No. Oh. Okay, fine. All you right. convinced me. All right. So, uh, I'm Where'd you get that knife, by the way? <laughs> you just, you brandished it so quickly. I have quickly. an idea for a new game. Okay. It's like five finger fillet. Oh. But you, have, you turn the knife 90 degrees and then you just swing it down like this. Oh, oh. see, I missed. Oh, well, what were you aiming for my finger? Yeah. So, okay. Since. Pretty much the same premise as basketball, if you think about it. They're just trying to get that ball to go in the hoop. Since last week, when, as as you say, quote, Dr. Odd gave you permission to eat me. Yes. You have been trying to slice off bits Who's and eating? pieces of me. Who's eating someone? I'm just preparing for a worst case scenario. I did. I want to reiterate. I, I did, in fact, give permission for that. It is in, I, it is in the manual. In in the case of emergency, we've got plenty of plenty of bowls of cat food these days. Emergencies crop up all the time. I I wanted to a ask tummy you a rumble, question. A tummy rumble may be an emergency, not an emergency, to you, Jeff. Yeah. Or to Renee, perhaps it is. Who am I to judge? <laughs> I do have a question about a yeah. section of the manual. Uh, there's a section that says, "In case of Mondays, eat lasagna." Right. I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, I'm going to be honest with you. Some of the manual, I ran out of paper when I was printing it, uh, and I did have to tear out some sheets from a, uh, a, a Garfield collection. Okay. okay. So, hey, were there some other comics on here, too? Because there's just this one page that just says, Ack. Yeah, there was some, a little bit of Kathy. Uh, there's, a little, there's also a little bit of Siggy in there, but you probably wouldn't know. So... <laughs> So do we still have to observe these parts of the manual? I'm a little mm. confused about following through. Well, yeah, it's in there. Isn't well, it? shouldn't we be getting lasagna every Monday then? I think so. Mm. Yeah. Where's, where's our lasagna? Mm. I yep. think you should learn to make your own then. Mm. Oh. Well, can you send I'm us sure, ingredients for lasagna? I'm sure. Some clam juice and uh, I don't know what else. What else? Some bologna. Crackers sometimes. Mm. Clam juice, bologna, lasagna. Mm, just like grandma used to make. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'd believe that. Yeah, yeah. From wh- whatever mysterious Eastern European nation you hail from. Why um, do you why do you make this assumption? <laughs> you know, that's that's on me, I guess. It is. Yeah. I think it is. Yeah, that's that fair is enough. on you. You know, I I apologize. Thank you for thank you for educating me. Thank you. I'm going to go back to reading I mean, this page true. of the man. I mean, it is true, but, okay, okay, but I well, still, I mean, I want the apology all the same. That's it. Well, I'm, I'm sorry. I want an apology, too. I, I am sorry. I, you are holding the knife again, so yeah, I'm definitely <laughs> sorry. That'll uh, hurt it. I'm going to go back to reading this page of the manual that just says, uh, it just says cow tools. 
and it's got like some looks like a guy looking at some weird shaped tools. Is it a far side? It might be. <laughs> oh, uh, man, I gotta get I gotta get my stuff together. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta. Well, I mean, in general, but yeah. also. <laughs> yeah. But also, I gotta get all my stuff together. You know, you get my duffel bag out. Oh, okay. Okay. you can't go on a trip again get so my soon. Tent. I do. You know. Hey, it's summer. It's trip time. You know what is I mean? it? Is it some? Oh, I thought. It, wait, wait. Didn't we celebrate Christmas like three weeks ago? Uh, did you let us do that? I that, lost at least a month that, under your armpit. You sure, that was three weeks ago. No. Exactly. So anyway, it's summer now, and uh, you know it's festival season, man. I gotta. I just got back from that mascot convention. Now I gotta. But now I gotta take. That's work. You know what also, I mean? Also, rest in beef. Rest in beef. Yeah. Rest in beef. Rest in beef. <laughs> Is this the more far side? Yeah. <laughs> Rest in yeah, beef. you're reading the manual. Here. Rest in beef, Jimmy Buffett. Jimmy Rest Buffett. in beef. Uh-huh. Jimmy yeah. Buffett. Come on, now I don't know. Oh, we already got a letter. <laughs> um, but yeah. However, we do have a special the rest in beef <laughs> this week only at the Jimmy Buffet. Interesting. Now, what what is is that? Is that just a meatloaf with a little tombstone in it and a rat tail? It is. Uh, it is. It is in fact a meatloaf with a tiny umbrella stuck into it. <laughs> oh, that's that's fun. Rest in beef. And if you like uh, pop top on your flip flop, <laughs> you're gonna love. You're gonna love. Drink uh, all soft drinks served on a flip flop. <laughs> all of them. It's called flip flop pop. <laughs> Renee is over here weeping at the memory of uh, of Jimmy I know Buffet. it's tough. I know it's tough. His, his, she's got a little picture of him in his rat costume. She's just caressing and, and it's, uh, it's 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 hard time on everyone. Anyway, yeah. so that's why I'm gonna leave and uh, go have fun. Oh, so, okay. Because I'm so you know verklempt over. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Buffet. So mm-hmm. I'm going Rest to leave. <laughs> Rest in beef. Rest in beef to him, of course. <laughs> may ever, may ever, may he rest. Always remember. Mm-hmm. Rest in beef. <laughs> Hashtag rest in beef. <laughs> anyway, I'm going. Oh, she's, she's weeping again. <laughs> I'm going. I, uh, ask me about my trip. I've been trying to tell you. Yeah, yeah, tell me about this. Tell us about this trip. Yeah, so I'm going to a music festival. Oh, okay. It's going to be great. I didn't... You know... I don't think there's a lot of music festivals going on right now, Dr. Ad, from what I read on the Otternet. No, yeah. this one is. It's This okay. one uh, never got canceled. They've been doing it every year, even last year. It, they didn't even do the Gathering of the Juggalos last year. So that's... Well, uh, but they gathered at uh, this place. Some oh, of them. okay. <laughs> that's, that's good. Um, Only the yeah. smartest ones came to this. It's called Toby Fest. Oh, Toby oh. Fest. Okay. Yeah. It's named after Toby. The guy who has the photography studio under the airport? No, not him. Okay. Um, the I guess I don't know this Toby, then. I don't think you can do that. You not can't just him. put your name okay, in front so of Okay, so it's not him. It's yeah. not the robot. Okay. Oh, it's uh, not the robot. It's, okay, it's not Robo-Toby. It's not, I'll be honest with you, it's not any of the other Tobys that you've met. It, I, it's not Tofer, right? It's not No, what? Okay. No, we're going to name a festival after a bald ape. I don't know. They could. They cannot. Okay. <laughs> there law. are laws. Ape law, yeah. There are laws on this, yes. Don't get me started again. I will I will refer you back to the manual in the ape law section. Okay. I, yeah, the, the section that just reads coleslaw and ape law. That's right. Yeah. 
the coleslaw came from a long John Silver's menu that I had to print it on, but the ape law still stands. Okay. You know, I hear that's how they did the first draft of the Declaration of Independence, too. Yep. <laughs> on the back of a long John Silver's menu. So anyway, I'm going to uh, I'm going to Toby Fest. It is named after the founder of the of uh, the town here. His name, of course, Toby. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought it was going to be a fest part. Ah, uh, yeah. See what yeah. they did there? Is his last name Fest? Yeah, it is. And that's real. <laughs> okay. That's sort of the weird. It's actually just his name. Uh-huh. It's okay. very. His actual name is Toby Fest uh, uh, Murder Town. Oh, okay. Wait, that's his. Is that the name of the town or the person? Both. Okay. I guess it's good that they named the town Toby then instead of Murder Yeah, really, town. it's just just calling it Toby Fest is about, you know, saving space mm-hmm. on you billboards. Know, in the town I grew up, we had a, a Rebecca party like it's 1999 fest. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, now explain that to me. Um, her her name. Oh, just Re- oh, oh, her name was Rebecca Party like it's 1999. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not okay, see I thought it was an stretch. Just okay. So Toby Murder Town and Rebecca Party like it's 1999. If they yep. got married and hyphenated, that would be a mouthful, huh? It sure would. Yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> cool. I'm Thank learning you. so much about like people's cultures today. It's really educational. Absolutely. So don't question it because mm-hmm. you it will be offend me. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I no questions here, boss. This is my culture. This is my pride. That's yeah. why. Now look here. You see this shirt? Let me open yeah. up my 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 jacket here. See that? Uh huh. Hashtag Toby Pride. Okay, all right. Who, yeah. incidentally, is the country artist who will be headlining Toby Fest? Toby Pride. <laughs> Toby Pride, okay. Yes. It actually makes it make more sense. Like, there's a Toby theme, right? Yeah, he's got uh, that one song, uh, Red, White, and Goo. Okay. Oh, that's the one where he's gonna he's gonna put a book up your glass, right? Yeah. Where he talks about going to the library and drinking water and getting the books. That's wet. right. Well, you know, okay. he sings it. It's inspired, of course, uh, by the local economy because, uh, as we are, we are known for producing goo. Oh sure, yeah. No, I mean, I, the best songs are inspired by the local economy. Aren't they all? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. The best songs are inspired by factories. Toby, yeah. re, Toby Pride, Red, White, and Goo. I really like that genre of uh, Midwestern country music that's all just about Dollar General stores. It is the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay, so you're gonna. So you're. Are you? Are you? I, okay, I. And this is another I owe you an apology kind of thing, but I never really pegged you as a guy who listens to music. I'm like, a, what do you mean? I am I am a total music obsessive. Uh, here we go. Well, look, here's my uh, record collection here. Oh yeah, that's right. You got the uh, well. Okay, I Wait, guess you're getting it. It's not a music fest. It's a Toby fest. They're celebrating oh, all things Toby. Okay, so he doesn't look, have to like music. As gotcha. a, I will admit. You're going to look at my record collection. Mm-hmm. You will notice some similarities. Right. I, I did forget that you do have a lot of copies of uh, uh, Whipped Cream and Other Whip Delights. Whipped Cream and Other Delights. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of those. Okay. <laughs> I, to Tijuana Brass. Now, yeah. that does, in fact, make up the, let's call it the abundance of my record collection. But uh, look, here's one. Look what we got here. Oh. It's Toby Pride. Red, hey. white, and goo. Oh, I did not. I thought that was uh, 
like one of those like uh, um, cautionary ads for for smoking. Yeah, That's a... it does look like that from the cover. Yeah. <laughs> in yeah, fact, guy. it probably could be one. It could double for that. But then, uh, see what else I got here. So, when you go to these these concerts in the summer, do you still wear the the lab coats, multiple, and or or do Whoa. you have a casual Doctor Odd? What else would I wear? Do you have like zip off sleeves on those lab coats? Oh, they're Velcro. Oh, okay. oh Velcro off. Okay. Those, although to be honest. That was installed. That's not because of the heat or the festivals or whatever. That was because, you know, when you put things in a cage, sometimes they try to grab on and hang on to the sleeve. <laughs> oh, okay. You need a tearaway. <laughs> right, right. That's what happened to the guy in Independence Day, I think. Yeah, that was uh, yeah. that was based on me, probably. Oh, okay. But what, without the tearaway sleeves. Yeah, welcome okay. to Earth. Hey, listen. <laughs> Speaking oh, of so, which. Wait, you were the Will Smith character in Dependence Day. Yeah, okay. I mean, in my mind. Okay. Fair listen, enough. Listen, go do your, uh, I got a pack. Okay. So you go do your, uh, your what, are you, what is the thing you guys do? It's, we, we call it an audio log. Okay. Um, we don't, that's just kind of our nomenclature for it. But, right. Uh, Nerdcast, yeah. whatever. You guys go do that. And, uh, man, I got a pack. I got to find out where my, where my flip-flops are. So I still got the lab coat. Yeah, so you got the lab coat and flip-flop. Now, are you wearing any pants under the lab coat? Well, I mean, why would I do that? Okay, fair enough. That's I'm not wearing them now. I, yeah, okay. I mean, work from home is a different thing than you know, going to a – well, I guess a festival. That's fine. Let's do the audio log. Let's talk about MST3K. This is the audio log for MST3K Season 4, Episode 17, Crash of – the moons crash is perfect because i have crashed oh because we were on that high 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 of watching the mac and me episode yep mm-hmm. and now i've crashed down into a deep into depression the because of the crash of the moons yes that's that's fair now before we get into talking about any parts of this episode i i think it's really important to uh recognize there is a term used throughout this film and episode. It's a term used throughout early seasons of MST through K that is considered to be a pretty gnarly racial slur yeah. um, to the Romani people of yes. Europe. Yeah. Um, and uh, we're not going to be saying that word when we're talking about this episode, which may be a challenge because it is more deeply entrenched in this one than others. But... Uh, yeah, that's, you know, we want our show to be accessible to as many people as possible and as... Uh, the we fact, don't want to hurt anybody. Yeah, we don't want to hurt yeah. anybody. So, uh, yeah, and the fact that, like, you know, back then they didn't know any better. Right. But I we think, do. I think it's important to acknowledge mm-hmm. that it's an inappropriate word to say and, and move on. Yes. Okay. So. so, let's talk about Crash of the Moons. The Moons. And I keep saying it like that because... The title card of the movie just says Crash of Moons, mm-hmm. which... What if the the was like a 12-point font? <laughs> just so <laughs> and small. And it's black yeah. on, the, on black the black on space. of space. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it could be. That, so. that would be very good. Let's talk about the episode before we talk about Crash of the Moons. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, first... I, I want to say that yes. you don't usually hear punctuation, but I can hear your <laughs> punctuation, and Thank it's you. impressive. You know, if you're... Uh, the, the parentheses the, question mark that's slotted in after the word the... Flawless. You know, if you go out to old E.E. E. Cummings' cabin <laughs> and you listen real quiet and like, 
when the when the wind dies down at night, you can sometimes hear the punctuation. You can hear the dots for those little E's running around. Yeah. What are we doing? <laughs> I don't know. What's going on? Uh, we're trying to compensate for how boring crash of the moons is. Yeah, it could be. Write in with your fan theories, please. Mm-hmm. Um, What's first, going on? First segment. <laughs> Joel is teaching Tom how to do macrame. Yeah. Um, which what is macrame? Um, macrame is still trendy, actually. Okay. Uh, I'm pretty sure you can still order them, order it online. It's like a type of like hand knitting, I believe. Okay. That you create this pattern with this white material, or usually it's white. I don't. It could probably be other things. Um, and it creates this kind of coarse sort of knot that you can put like potted plants in and things like that. Oh. Have you okay. Seen that before I, you know, I. The only reference I have of macrame is somebody in some entertainment property that I I consumed while I was young made a joke about spending their summer camp making macrame, oh. making a macrame owl. So, I think so, is the was the joke. So what did you like? And again, I should probably look it up and see what my definition is. I'm sure it's really irritating hearing people try to recall a definition of a thing in a of, podcast. Of what, well, because you know that we are the number one podcast for MST3K fans and macrame enthusiasts. And macrame yeah. enthusiasts. Uh-huh. Oh, but I'm sure you made it up in your head what it was, right? What did you make up in your mind? I thought it was, it was uh, where you glue dried macaroni to see, paper. I was see, I was kind of glowing with like dried food also but mm. i was thinking of uh what is it marscapone uh sure i don't know what that is either no marzipan oh marzipan okay. you know the stuff they made those little eggs out of uh those little wait little, little marzipan eggs? eggs yeah so uh crow shows up um and he's selling something called grit door to door um i in this it's similar like do you re- did you ever have a door to door person come by and try and sell you magazine subscriptions? Oh, definitely. Okay, that is that is something I feel like is lost to time. You know what? the The mm-hmm. last time I remember it happening, I was in college and I was in a, my apartment where I lived by myself. It was yes. a studio apartment, mm-hmm. just me. And the guy comes to the door. <laughs> no, I swear it was just me. It was just me in there. No, there, there weren't. There wasn't a family of other people living living in there with me. It was just me. It's an important my, detail by myself in the studio apartment. It's an important detail yeah, for uh, the story. Yeah. So this guy I don't know knocks on the door. Yeah. You know, and uh, I kind of like peek through the 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 peak hole. Mm-hmm. What do they call that? Peephole. Peephole. Yeah. <laughs> the peak hole. I mean, you could call mine's it. is a peak hole. That's my favorite side to go with sandwiches. Uh, yeah, the peak hole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and I see that some guy I don't know, and I just decide not to answer the door. So yeah. I go and I sit on the, you know, go sit on my bed and I start reading a book. And he and he just waits for a long time, and then he goes, "I know you're in there." Ah. And I remember being like, Ugh. "And he's like, I just want to sell you a magazine." And I was like, "The last thing I'm going to do is mm-hmm. open the door to a person who yells, I know you're in yep. there.'" Yep. And so I ignored him, and eventually he went away. They're they're very aggressive and i feel like as the print industry uh declined or went into decline they became more More aggressive aggressive, yeah the i mean uh, you think about like what's the most kind of dangerous bear it's like a hungry bear that's true Uh, or a wounded bear or a wounded bear and so Mm -hmm. like these magazine Uh, sales or or a bear that's trying to sell you magazines (laughs) that's magamine magamine macrame bear macrame salesman Mm. Are trying to, <laughs> trying trying to, to sell macrame magazine. They're starving. And Do you they, want macrame monthly? Yes, please. Um, my experience with one of those people, and I'm not proud of this, but I will tell this story anyway because it's part of my truth. Do you want me to poo-poo you? Uh, if you want. Okay. Um, poo-poo. It was it was a sort of thing where uh, you know again I, I am I am living in a house. I'm not by myself. Definitely not by myself. I have I have two roommates. Um, I'm not alone. And uh, I, the doorbell rings. I think it's food delivery. Mm-hmm. So 
because I'm already a little hangry, and and I think it's my food delivery, mm-hmm. and it's not. It's some some person trying to sell me magazines, um, and so I'm already kind of like irritated. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you're trying to make whatever's coming better. And it's, I don't know uh, if that's going to help. I you, might but not. It's worth a shot. Yeah, sure. Um, and so this this at this point, this was like 2009 ish, probably, and uh, they they have evolved to having like these laminated. Uh, kind of like identification cards because like I guess if you're not a legit magazine door-to-door salesman you're not going to be able to have a laminated card to prove that <laughs> you're like I don't know what it is but it had like the person's picture on it Are and you imagining, like, this, imagining like this big like Ocean's Eleven operation where I, they're making mass producing all these mass, fake laminated somebody has to be making some sort of money off of these these poor college age kids sweating mm-hmm. their way through 100 degree temperatures all summer trying to sell people things they could literally buy as an impulse at every grocery store but i digress so this person comes to the door and i you know i see i know exactly because they always start with that spiel like oh yeah hey um i'm i'm just i talked to some of your neighbors earlier and uh you, you met the guy two doors down the street he's a real nice guy and, and they, they try and kind of bring your defenses down they and want distract rapport. you yes yeah they try and get that report but step, I, here let's go through the steps okay. of being a magazine salesman okay step one Rapport. Nope. Laminated. Laminated Step ID card. Step one. Cards. Laminated <laughs> yes, ID uh-huh, card. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Step two. Knock and if they don't answer, yell at them. Yes. Uh huh. Step three. Establish trust and rapport. Now, are steps two and three the same? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I did trust that guy a lot more after he started yelling at me. Uh huh. I mean, that's a form of rapport. Yeah. I mean, it's I only yell at rapport. <laughs> I only yell at my friends, so uh, right, yeah, I guess right. it makes sense. Um, and so I immediately saw through this this spiel this this person was delivering. And uh, and so I said, hey, man, listen, I only answered the door because I thought you were my food. I'm not interested in buying magazines. He's like, oh, come on. Just take a look at the take a look at the list that I've got here. Now, I do um, like the idea that you're telling him that you thought he was your food, not your food delivery. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> listen, man, I thought you were my food. You're not my food. Do you want to be my food? <laughs> if, you, if you want to be my food, just stay at the door a little longer. There you go. Um, but uh, and so it was very clear that I was, uh, you know, Perturbed. he kept, he kept you know, pushing. He kept because right because that's the only way they yet. make a sell is uh, if they make you feel and, guilty. And so I, you know, I I was physically withdrawing back into my domicile, yeah. and, and closing the door. And I think this is one this just like the I know you're in there trick. Um, this must have been another trick to to continue the interaction, even though the interaction is clearly not wanted. Uh, he did drop his laminated ID card through the closing door into my house. Wow. With the um, understanding that I would open up the door and give it back to him, therefore continuing our exchange. Oh, but my I God. But I did not. Good for you. Um, I did not. Good <laughs> for you. He knocked on the door. He rang the doorbell a bunch. No, that was um, super gross. Yeah. I, I wouldn't have given it back to him. You know and what? I thought I was going to poo-poo you, but yeah. I'm poo-pooing him. Okay. And I think right. he did the right thing. See, I, I felt I always felt a little bad for that. No, you should have gone and flushed that down the toilet. I mean, I definitely that's did throw it away. It's <laughs> super, <laughs> I guess you don't want to clog your toilet, but that's no, super yeah. toxic mm. is to like, yeah, to put laminated things in your toilet. Well, well yeah. that. <laughs> no, I know like, what you're saying. It's yeah. not okay. It's no, the, what no, he did it's was not, not okay. Yeah. So, uh-huh. so um, I, don't, I don't think you should feel bad about that at all. Okay, good. Well, thank you for absolving me. I of, forgive you, my child. Of this thing that I hadn't remembered for about ten years until now. Here's a head pat for you. Aww. 
Thank you. And now I'll kick in the behind. Oh, I was going to say that's the first time you ever touched me without spare hurting the foot, me. Spare the foot, spoil the child. <laughs> spare the foot, spoil the it's space cat. Wait, hang on. Spare the foot, spoil the man child. Okay. That, yeah, no, okay. that works in, on a lot of levels. Okay. Um, so, Crow is going door to door selling grit. Oh, yeah. We um, got way sidetracked we, there, huh? We really did. It's going to be a long episode, folks. Yeah. Buckle it, in. Buck, buckle up. It makes, it makes up for the is fact that we- buckle up or buckle in? Well, it is buckle up, isn't it? I think so. Oh, I hate myself. I mean, can you, you can just talk about the episode. You for can a while buckle in, so I can do <laughs> to like a roller coaster. But you buckle up with your car. Um, so I thought that grit was like just a, a like a jokey thing, mm-hmm. but I did do some research. Grit is a uh, it's an actual weekly newspaper turned magazine. Oh yeah, I, I got that they were making a magazine. Oh, too. like well, they're I, like doing literal grit instead of the magazine. Oh, see, I didn't know that grit was a magazine. Okay. Yeah. Uh, did you know that Grit the Magazine is America's greatest family newspaper, according to Grit the Magazine? That's what it stands for. Grit stands for greatest, greatest righteous, intense. Mm-hmm. Toothpaper. Toothpaper. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that he's actually selling Grit, which is a magazine, but it's actually like sand or something. He's saying he's trying to pay for a trip, I think, somewhere. Um, so, the Invention Exchange... Um, the Mads introduced Deep 13 toothpaste, um, which is just like uh, pudding. It, yeah, like pudding? pudding, pudding, or like a uh, like an ice cream topping yeah. is kind of what I thought. Um, it's it's essentially designed to be delicious and then also give you cavities, right? Because um, they're evil and they have to be evil. Uh, Frank is uh, brushing his teeth with the chocolate peanut butter flavor. Ugh. It makes him very sticky. <laughs> uh, we were having a debate the other day. Um, if, if you would rather be uh, sticky for the rest of your life or itchy for the rest of your life. Yeah, and I said I was pretty much like definitely prefer to be sticky. Mm-hmm. If you disagree, please unfriend me. <laughs> yes. Um, I said to Jeffrey. You did, yes. And, I and turned to him and I said that to him. You did. You did say that to me. Um, and I agreed with you <laughs> because <laughs> I think being itchy would be terrible. But looking at how sticky Frank was with this chocolate peanut butter Deep 13 toothpaste, it pushed the needle a little bit. Not not even it's still very far on the sticky side mm-hmm. of sticky versus itchy. Yeah. Um but you, you know, uh, listeners out there write in, would you rather be sticky or itchy? We want to know. This is going to be one of we those We want to know. It's Here's here's a little behind the scenes since we are just going on a real long episode this 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 one. Um a little behind the scenes for me, as soon as I say something on the podcast, I forget that I ever said it and that it exists. Mm-hmm. So when we have a bunch of people on our page in like a week commenting sticky and itchy we're going to be so um, I'm going to be so confused so please do it facebook.com slash gizmonic institute radio I read join the, the sticky or itchy debate I read that a little bit of confusion every day helps keep the doctor away so. mm-hmm. yep that's what they say uh, what flavors of uh, deep 13 toothpaste would you would you want oh I can slam dunk this question I think strawberry toothpaste is the best of toothpaste and if adult I think they already have that I know but if adult toothpaste came in strawberry and it was like normal to get strawberry toothpaste i would i would do that okay what toothpaste would you do well in in the spirit of this i would do um like that white fluffy frosting that has like sprinkles in it oh yum yum Mm -hmm. like a confetti yep or a cake batter Mm, a cake batter maybe a cake batter with you know how they have like aqua fresh has it looks like it's got like um 
uh, like a chocolate core, but it's not chocolate. It's just a different flavor of mint. Yeah. It's like two flavors. Like it'd be frosting and cake batter. Yeah. Yeah. Just squeezed fun. out onto my toothbrush. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, Joel and the Bot's invention is the rock and wreck guitar. Oh, yeah. I love mm-hmm. that. It's a guitar that you can break again and again, and it just pops right back into mm-hmm. shape. Most music careers are temporary, but your guitar doesn't have to be. I think that's a great idea. It is a great idea. And it was fun. It was a uh, like he, he played it and then broke it. And then it, it surprisingly, when he put it back together and played it again, was surprisingly in tune. This is where you can't trust everything you see on TV because mm-hmm. then I went and found your uh, guitar, which is your only means of entertainment yeah. on the ship, mm-hmm. and I tried to do that, and then I realized it wasn't a collapsible guitar. No, it... It just broke it. Yeah, you did. You and, did break my guitar. And uh, so, you know, I, I was influenced by, by what I saw on the TV. So oh, so that's... Yeah, okay. It's, it's, I'm of the you learned it. You learned it from watching you, and you're pointing at the TV. Yeah, be careful when you let your kids watch Mystery Science Theater, mm-hmm. people. Well, now how am I going to do my uh, my weekly... Every Saturday night, I do my KK Slider songs, but as Arch Hall Jr. with my out of tune guitar. How is that going to happen? I don't know. I mean, acapella. Mm, I guess so. A- acapella. Um, second segment. Uh, Crow, Tom, and GPC sing a classic song that allegedly inspired uh, the moons in this movie. Um, it was. It's a, a song from you know allegedly from the 1920s uh and it's what the film was based on there actually is a song uh by the name of the song that they say in this episode from 1942 okay. it's completely different than oh, okay. than the you know well because the first line of of this one is is something about a moon and then how tom can't clean his room oh right and I, I remember <laughs> laughing really hard at that one yeah, <laughs> yeah that was good it's it's essentially them trying to see how many words they can rhyme with the word moon right even in like slant rhymes and well it's, then gpc doesn't want their love uh-uh nope she gets rejected um Tom starts, or not Tom, Crow starts getting um, really kind of blue with his lyrics. He starts getting aggressive. Yeah, there's a lot of blue riffs in this episode, mm-hmm. too, aren't there? There are. Uh, Joel uh, puts his hand over his mouth hole and shuts <laughs> him up before he gets, gets too, uh, too bad. But, uh, yeah, um, segment three. Um, Joel and the bots introduce the concept of bannergrams, um, which is the ability to send the very affable, allegedly affable John Banner to someone um, on any and all occasions. Yeah, this is a this is a rare instance of a an idea they have in a skit that actually pops up again later in the episode. Mm. Usually, they kind of exist in a vacuum. That's true. That's true. Like uh, having having a through line between their their theater skits their segments are uh is, is kind of unique although and i kind of like it when they do that oh i absolutely do it's like it's like a little it's a little taste it's like every time the smoking man would show up in the x-files but <laughs> this one is just to make the joke twice yeah, you got it. You is got that better that yeah, time. Yeah, because because last time what it was a yeah, you're doing the accompaniment, <laughs> not the melody. I've been working on my skills. You have. Maybe you can. Maybe you can be my guitar for my Arch Hall, Arch Hall Junior slash KK Slider. I'll consider Saturday night performances. Here, go ahead and start singing your song. The moon is in my room. That's pretty. That's good. pretty good. Yeah, we did mm-hmm. it. Um, 
we've done it. We can. We we've can done it. We can move on. Um, the fourth segment. Uh, this this episode does have a fourth segment because we're back in uh, season four, uh, as opposed to the season twelve where they, uh, at least in Mac and Me, eschewed the fourth segment. Um, Crow presents his newest teleplay, which is. Uh, Similar to Earth versus Soup, which was his previous teleplay work, uh, but also very different from Earth versus Soup, according to Crow. Um, they kind of take a cue from uh, Crash of the Moons um, and uh, use a bunch of like made up words to sound sci fi, mm-hmm. which is, uh, you know, it, how hacky is that? Like, how, how how far can you take that to where it's necessary versus it becomes a crutch? I, I, I mean, like even when it is a tr- crutch, there's a charm to it. Right. Yeah. And you know, I've, I've been reading, uh, the Martian princess or princess from Mars. I can't remember what it is, but it's an Edgar Rice Burroughs book. Mm-hmm. And you can kind of see that it's like, this is star Wars before star <laughs> Wars. It's fantasy in space. You, you've read some of that aloud to me. And I really like Edgar Rice Burroughs. Uh, kind of testing the waters of sci-fi. Um, yeah, and just well, and that's what like, I'm getting at: is all the silly words. Like on on Mars, they don't call themselves Martians; they call them Barsoomians. Mm. And and Barsoom is the name of the planet, and oh. Wula is the name. Of, like, there's all these really really goofy words that kind of take you out of it, but there's a charm to it, right? Yeah, yeah, like dilithium crystals. Oh, hey, don't. <laughs> There's nothing goofy about dilithium <laughs> crystals. There's, that's a pretty important resource. Or replicator. How else are you going to power your warp drive? That's true. Yeah, replicators ended poverty. Klingon. All right, fight me. <laughs> you patak. <laughs> I got my badlet right here. Yeah, you see, there you go. There's there's also the uh, dark helmet, dark Darth Vader. Vader's a made-up term, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah but it's Dutch for father. Va- uh, father is, uh, so... Well. Oh, great. It's probably a boring movie for the Dutch, huh? Yeah. <laughs> like, we know. Darth Father. Oh, uh, look, it's I'm the your Darth father. father. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we knew that. We're Dutch. Um, yeah, we know everything. We're Dutch. Yeah. No, uh, what I was going to say about the Edgar Rice Burroughs is, yeah, the, the made-up names are, are fun, but what I like is him kind of understanding what he wants out of sci-fi, uh, which is, like, normal things but behaving in a way that is like right. strange it's like, like it's a cat but it's got a dog's tail yes you know, like, we're talking that. about like the, when he first arrives on mars uh and uh he's talking about the martian rifle and he's like it can shoot a thousand miles <laughs> it's like, okay all right yeah cool this rifle that can shoot a thousand miles i jumped 50 feet in the air yeah <laughs> like yeah. it just it's yeah it's, it's very charming and but, fun. yeah i guess what i'm getting at is that even when it's kind of dorky or takes you out of it it mm-hmm. can still be charming yes absolutely and i enjoyed crow's story yes i did too um do you have any good made-up space words other than dilithium klingons stop, stop. Okay. those aren't made up okay uh <laughs> well since we're in space whatever words we make up are space mm-hmm. words so uh how about this word Blip, blop. oh nice clomfer what does that mean um, I mean, it's clogs in Dutch, doesn't it? I yeah. Look it up. <laughs> I'm just I'm just reading my Dutch to Dutch dictionary. Okay. It's hard to read because I don't know Dutch. Um, uh, Schleiskrump. Why are you making it sound so German <laughs> this time? What are you doing? Maybe I don't know what the what difference doing? is between Ask Dutch me and German. What blip blip means? What does blip blip mean? It means uh, when I do this to your face. That why? why? Ow! Sorry. How how does it hurt so much? Uh, well. Practice. Stop doing blip blip. <laughs> Practice. Stop blip blipping me. Practicing blip blipping makes blip blipping perfect. I guess so. Um, 
Uh, the final segment of this episode. Uh, Joel and the Butts. Oh, is that the final segment? Yeah. <laughs> the final segment. Uh, Joel and the Butts read a letter. Um, it's a poem, quote, to show appreciation. It's actually kind of a, a cute little poem. Um, and then they receive their own Bannergram, um, uh-huh. which is Mike Nelson playing John Banner. He visits them on the Hex View screen. Mm-hmm. Um he is affable, but he's very rambling, mm-hmm. um, and it gets to kind of uh, annoy uh, Joel and the bots, and so they um, send him down to Deep 13 instead. Um, and uh, throughout the, after the button is pushed, throughout the credits, uh, John Banner is continuing to just kind of ramble, um, mm. much to the chagrin of the mad scientist, which, so this begs a question. Clearly, whatever audio recording device exists at deep 13 uh-huh. continues recording audio through the credits Kay. of the show so even normally after they, they just the stare button. at each other yeah, in awkward that, silence are they for like all right minutes. press the button frank and they press the button and then they just have to sit there they with freeze. their hands folded wi- while the credits run it's kind of like what happens to like a you know a video game character when you're not there right okay like it's they just do that walking back or that that sort of that wobbling side to side and mm-hmm. breathing thing yeah yeah or they like you know, they're like in, in newer games, they like get out their phone and like check it. Exactly. Or, or Sonic the Hedgehog, he's got so much toot, he crosses his arms and taps his foot and yeah, like he, looks at you. He looks impatiently mm-hmm. at the camera. That's what yeah. they do until the next time <laughs> they record. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, so they're standing there until they record, <laughs> not until the credits are over. <laughs> no, okay. The okay. Next just, just until the next episode, wherever it, is, yeah. it starts. Okay. That That's like some sort of like. That's how movies work, right? American horror story kind of hell yeah it really is. yeah 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 actors are just like sitting there and, and, and playing um all right let's do some not known nuggets are you not ready no for some nuggets not no nuggets crash of the moons um that was our cover of crash of the moon sang to the tune of sellout by real big fish um so this is another this is probably a kind of known nugget this is another three-part episode of rocky jones space ranger that was turned into a film um the episodes are called crash of the moons even though the film is technically named crash of moons um i tried to think about why that was and because there's no doc like everyone else online seemingly seems to have just glossed over the fact yeah that you really hung up on that the i don't know why and i tried to think about like how that would happen or why it would happen like crash i knew of it was moons. this easy to irritate you i would have just started leaving the word the out more mm. often so you could have just said you would start leaving i'd be like can word. you hand me a wrench can you hand me a wrench can can uh just it's just one more turn of wrench <laughs> um so this this does we we had this discussion off off mic, um, and you were correct. This does occur in sequence uh, with Manhunt in space. Okay, because you you noted that the General Hospital uh, short was the one that was directly following the one. Yes, we'd and the before. biggest through line of this entire thing is that cardboard cake. Yes, the awful looking cake. Um, there are two episodes uh, that exist between the the Pirates of Pra, which is the the episode Manhunt in Space, the alternative title, and Crash of Moon. So it's not the one that follows it directly. There there are two episodes in between, but it is in sequence. It does come after um, uh, the Manhunt in Space episode. So I knew you were really worried about that. Yeah, and so I wanted. Uh, I was deeply yeah. concerned. Mm, yeah. 
I, I could hear you just pacing the ship at night, just kind of. <laughs> tapping my chin, uh-huh. tapping well, my you foot. Would, you would cross your arms and tap your foot. Anything that can tap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Sonic. Like the Sonic, Hedgehog. yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Um, this is the last Rocky Jones Space Ranger episodes to feature Cleolanta as the villain. Oh. Probably because well, she's going to be a good guy now. Well, no, I think they just she's not on the show anymore because they literally just blew up her planet. That's true. Like, how much power do you have when you don't have a planet or a, a people to she, rule over She also anymore. had a character arc a little bit yeah yeah she she was an did jerk she for now, two, now. <laughs> she's a jerk for two movies and uh-huh. then at the very end of this movie uh she was like somebody was like oh, i think we can move on she's like oh really and they were like yes and she's like oh okay well, i'm a good guy now yeah she sort of begrudgingly moved on mm-hmm. she she went from like neutral evil to chaotic neutral i feel there like there you go yeah um so uh, as of this is uh, this is really important to you, okay? You're going to lose your mind. I'm ready You're, to lose. You are going my to mind. lose your mind. Hit, hit me, baby. As of June of hit 2020, me, baby, one more time. that's great. As of June 2020, <laughs> every single Rocky Jones Space Ranger episode and movie is being continually broadcast on the dedicated Rocky Jones Space Ranger Roku channel. So if we can get Dr. Odd to send us a Roku, no, we can watch Rocky Jones Space Ranger what we 24-7 need, what we need with is, commercials probably. What we need uh-huh. is a legal team to stop this from happening. Sign mm-hmm. our petition. <laughs> get this off a of Roku. Change.org. <laughs> Remove Rocky Jones. <laughs> See, the great thing about that is um, it can't be stopped because it's public domain. Ugh. So they can it just. It can't be stopped. <laughs> the great thing is it, <laughs> it can't, can't be, be stopped. stopped. Yeah, so that's that's a not known nugget that appeared in the uh, in the um, Crash of the Moons article and not in the uh, Man on Space article. I can't believe you gave voice to these horrible thoughts on this podcast because if mm-hmm. Dr. Odd hears it, our life is over. we got to go from watching these wonderful Mystery Science Theater episodes to doing nothing but ro- watching Rocky the Space Ranger. Well, you, so you know what? What? Um, for every Rocky Jones Space Ranger dedicated Roku channel, there is an MST3K dedicated Pluto TV channel. <laughs> so it, it's kind of the universe evening itself out. I guess so. Yeah. Without one, we can't have the other. Um, how about some things we noticed and felt the desire to comment on? Sure. You want to go first? Um, yes. Oh, because well, I have I have four bullet points here. Goodness gracious. <laughs> yes. Um, we both audibly made a ugh sound when uh, Dr. Forrester announced that there'd be another general hospital short. Yes. Mm-hmm. Just sick to my little tum-tum. Yeah. Um, but speaking of general hospital, uh, at the very beginning of the episode, Tom riffs, uh, hey, shut up. This is my soap. I scheduled all of my classes around it, mm-hmm. uh, which we learned from Manhunt in Space and the uh, MST3K Amazing Episode Guide. Uh, that uh, that's what Mary Jo Peel did, um, right? So she college. maybe she so wrote that line. She might have, or inspired it for yeah. sure. Connected yeah. in some way. Um, this episode had a lot of blue riffs, yes, uh, especially really in the general hospital short, mm-hmm. um, but also just in the episode overall, in the skits and everything. Like and it, when when Joel commented on it, I, I thought it was an interesting thing to do because like I kept kind of questioning in my mind, like is it more than normal? And then mm-hmm. when he said it, I was like, oh, okay, it is. Yes. Yeah. Um, the other thing I noticed, which is like completely, th- there should be no correlation, um, but there is. They uh, in one point in a riff, um, they reference the the uh, 
big box office chain office max which only has uh any relevance because that was uh tv son of tv's frank's like uh in the mac and me episode that was his corporate corporatized name because oh. it's burger king and office max oh yeah and so just in the last episode we watched they also weird... did an office max joke yeah and that is weird yeah i could see the point yeah um what were some things you noticed in felt the desire to comment on um i noticed that there's still lots of talking on the phone in this movie mm-hmm. which is most of the last movie yeah um i also noticed that like fire maidens from outer space that we had lots of ladder scenes that's true and i don't remember that many ladder scenes in the first rocky jones no, but in Fire Maidens, there were ladders. Oh, no, in I this know. One, there yeah. Ladders. And right. at this point, if I never see a ladder again, it'll be just soon. What about a former? Ooh, <laughs> I'm going to tickle you. <laughs> don't. There I go. Don't. No, you have your knife out. I don't. <laughs> I know what this is. No, knives. Yeah. Um, this is the correct plural. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I didn't see the other one. Um, tickle, tickle, tickle. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, there were there were a lot of scenes of rockets taking off and landing too. Yes, all reused footage up the wazoo. Mm. Which this will this will warm your heart to know that at the time the special effects in this movie were considered groundbreaking. Oh wow! Yeah, uh huh. Um, so that's great. Like as in they literally broke yeah, the they, ground. They, they, they caused people to be so bored they fell asleep and broke the ground. Right. They fell. Or some of them like they had to dig a little hole or something. Mm, yeah, to to curl up in the fetal position. Yeah, not as in they're impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, no, they they literally had to break ground. Um. So uh, here's some of our favorite riffs that I wrote down. Um, during the general hospital skit, uh, it's like a lull, and Joel just says, the depressing thing is this is in color. Yeah, which that was amazing. Mm. Really, really good burn. I can imagine that at a roast gala. Yeah, yeah. Sort of a joke. Absolutely. Uh, I think this was my favorite one. Um, there's a scene where there's the uh, – I don't know if they ever actually say his name. They call him Mr. Secretary. He's the secretary of the – Oh, right. The Federation of Planets or whatever it is in this. Yeah. And uh, the the young boy character, Bobby, is hor- – he's, he's He's playing slap and tickle. He's horsing around. He's got some horseplay. Um, and he he pushes the the uh, female character, the only female other than Cleo Lant in the entire universe, <laughs> into uh, Mr. Secretary as he comes in the door. And uh, Tom goes, hey, it's not my birthday. That was, again, very mm-hmm. blue. Yeah, very, very blue, funny. very funny. I laughed very hard at that one, too. Um, and I think either, either my tied for favorite or second favorite um, – there's a point at which the professor uh, walks into the cockpit of the ship. He's, like, trying to fix something or do a calculation and can't figure it out. And he kind of shrugs. He looks at Rocky Jones and shrugs. And Crow says, I can't take a crap. Bobby is my witness. <laughs> and there's some weird eye contact after that between <laughs> Bobby and the professor and Rocky Jones that, like, adds this extra layer onto okay. – this this scene. I have another professor one that was one of my favorites. Okay. They they had uh, the professor doing a lengthy convoluted explanation of a scientific phenomena, mm-hmm. and at the end of it, they they added, and that's how I know I'm Eleanor Roosevelt. Yes, yes. Is that one really <laughs> cracked me up? That was so so good, and I want to use that sometime. Um, the the last one I have noted here is every time anyone says because they have to evacuate one of the moons they they, um, they go they, ew yeah they say ew every time someone says poo. evacuate or evacuation because poo poo because poopy um this is this is anecdotal and I didn't have this thought until just now talking through it 
is this a good episode? Uh. Because we have had and identified and remembered more favorite riffs in this episode. That's than fair. I feel like they... I feel like they just eked out an an even ground over how horrible (laughs) over how horrible the movies and the shorts were okay so like for me it kind of just ended up being neutral because some of the riffing was really good Mm. and a lot of the movie was really bad see that's the way I felt about uh, um, the fire maidens of outer space right that's about the same level for me okay see I thought this was much better than uh um, fire maidens. I, I don't know. Like I, as as a film, we just I watched guess. the Mac and Me one, and everything's kind of a little mm-hmm. lackluster the, after the that. Macrame. The macrame. The macrame episode. The macrame yeah, you got episode. it. That's yeah. right. Um, so uh, amazing episode guide. Before we we talk about our thoughts of the film, um, so there is a whole sidebar chunk. The, the amazing episode guide, um, if you've never seen, it, is kind of it's arranged in kind of like a the best way I could describe it is kind of like a, a, a magazine kind of layout where they have it just kind of continual text broken up episode to episode. And it kind of sometimes will spread across pages, but there are all these sections. And then sometimes they have like a margin where they'll have like a little side note or something um, for this episode next to the uh, crash of the moons um, kind of uh, recap and everything. There's a whole section um, talking about how this is the first episode of many episodes where uh, they use the word area to describe a man's special place in MST3K. Um, They wax nostalgic about how back in season three they they had used batch and basket (laughs) um, and how in season five they would come up with buffalo shot. Oh, my. But uh, apparently – this was the first time uh, Bridget Nelson came up with area. I like area. That's a, uh, that's a good one. We still use today. You know, and, it's, and it's here. It's here to stay. And mm-hmm. I just thought that that was a really interesting. <laughs> someone, someone took the time to reminisce about area. That's um, fun though. And had a, had a lot of memories about. I find the other ones to be very confusing. Mm-hmm. And if somebody said those, I wouldn't know what they're talking buffalo about. Buffalo shot. Yeah. Nothing, nothing doing for me there. Mm, right in the Buffalo shot. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't make. Sense. I tried to. I tried to get it to work. Tell me about Crash of Moons or Crash of the Moons. Just, I don't think anyone in this movie wanted to make this movie, well, except it, for maybe the little boy. You're right because it's a TV show. Uh, well, okay, fine. <laughs> I don't think anybody in this TV show wanted to be in this TV show. Mm-hmm. The actors all looked miserable. Yep. And yeah, uh, Winky was too busy thinking about his, except for his Schultz. Shoot, shootouts and uh, yeah, right, right, yeah. yeah. Except for Schultz, uh-huh. who uh, was yep. w- who relentlessly affable to the point that it was painful. Yes, and yep, 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 yep. And uh, John but, yeah. Banner, yep. Uh-huh. Everyone else looked miserable to be there. Yeah, Bobby. Well, the the old professor guy seemed to be. Yeah, like, I guess there's a handful of it. people who didn't look like giving up. Yeah, uh, just quitting their acting career and moving back to Illinois. Yep. Um, or getting in a shootout with Mexican police like Winky. Winky. Yeah. I, Winky, I, you every time have. I should have put this in the things I noticed. Every time he's on screen, I could not help but think about him in a gun battle. Um, Does anyone want a t-shirt that says, whoa, Winky? 
What says whoa winky? Yeah, like it's like telling him to like whoa. Oh, too winky! Much. Hey, yeah. winky! Yeah, Win- and it's got like is it a winking face? It's got winky with like guns. Okay, <laughs> so from from like his character from the movie. No, like robbing a bank. Like yeah, the yeah, real winky. Yeah, but like uh, but it's still like his. It's winky. He's yeah. in costume, but he's got guns. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'd, I'd buy that shirt. Thanks. This is whoa winky. It's one of those fun. I'll put your name down on my list. Non sequitur. You have a list. Is this a different <laughs> list than the other list you told me I'm it on? It is. Okay, good. But I can still carve your name in with my knife. Yeah, it's fair. Um, and now it's glowing red. So. Oh, wow. All right. So okay. Different on. list. Um, yeah. So I. Uh, so this this film, there are two moons that are joined together on a with an atmospheric chain. And they just kind of like travel through the solar system. So why are they moons, first of all? I don't know. Wouldn't they be dwarf planets? Why is the... Okay. Because they have to orbit something. These moons are doomed to crash into each other. They have to evacuate the planets. One planet's like this sucks, but we have to... No, see, there are two moons that are not doomed to crash into each other. They just like hang out. But there's a third moon. Okay. Which is where Cleolanta lives. Right. That... One of the two other moons is going to crash into. Okay. Yes. And then, but like, then the baby on one of the moons that's going to die is telepathic. Uh, There's a baby yes. who keeps telling everyone that bad things are going to happen. Uh huh. And everyone's like, just like totally cool with it. Everyone's just like, yeah, it's a telepathic baby. Well, see, I don't, I don't know if it was a telepathic. This is what I think. Or psychic, I guess is not is correct. You know, like it was seeing the future not reading minds i think the baby was upset because the planet constantly had a thunderstorm happening (laughs) and that has to be really scary for a baby oh no there's a lot of reasonable reasons why a baby would be Mm. upset none of them are that the baby's psychic but that was a recurring theme it's kind of like that's what's wrong boys something at the well oh yeah like a lassie sort of thing yeah see what if everyone on that that moon or planet we have not determined the correct astrological uh nomenclature for it but what if everyone is psychic okay and so and but they are afraid to tell everyone else that they're psychic and so, so they're like, like oh, this oh baby. the baby the baby thinks that our moon's gonna crash into another moon in 14 days <laughs> that's weird <laughs> oh that's it's so like weird. yeah no that's exactly what i'm getting from it. it's it's cries about this thunder is that they we're gonna have to evacuate there's at least a little bit of logic to your theory which makes it better than the actual movie mm-hmm. so yep Kudos um, to you. they almost the two moons almost destroy a space station because apparently space stations are designed to exist in space but when they go into atmosphere they fall apart um but Rocky Jones inserts his rocket into the space station and, oh, yeah, and was, pushes it away from wherever it's, it was in danger. Uh-huh. That was mm-hmm. a lot of blue roof in there. Yep. Um, and then Cleolanta doesn't want to tell her planet about how this moon is going to crash into it because it means that they have to evacuate. She just wants to blow up the other moon that's going to crash into her moon, mm-hmm. which is not an unreasonable Reaction. Yeah, I guess if they were going to evacuate the other... If they could salvage one moon, then why wouldn't you? Right, right. Like, um, it, I mean, like, I would want it to be... Everyone to be communicating and agreeing. Yes, yeah, the, pr- the problematic thing was that she went to do it before they'd evacuated right. the other moon. That's mm-hmm. true. I, didn't they say that if they waited long enough for that, that they wouldn't have time or whatever? They said, well, to be safe, let's do it here. They tried to sew that loophole shut. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, but yeah. Uh, honestly, th- again, John Banner being very affable... Um, 
I think that his... You would have been like, please, take my take my plan. You'd be like, oh, we'll plant the explosives in the core for you. You know what? You what? don't have to shoot missiles at it until it blows up. <laughs> He'd be like, it'd be my honor to uh, to uh, just blow up my planet. I would love to explode my homeland to save yours. I'm a nice man. That's what that character was. Yeah. No, he, w- he was, absolutely. But yeah, it was... Uh, it was, it was, it was a... It was, Santa Claus. Yeah. Santa like Claus has a moon. Santa Claus on a psychic a, baby. A psychic baby lightning moon. There you go. Perfect. Um, that's that's exactly that's what another t shirt. Yeah, psychic baby us. lightning moon. Yeah. And then it says at the bottom, sung to the tune of Sell Out by Real Big Fish. Yeah. Um, baby lightning moon. Yep, you got it. Um so yeah, there's uh that's going on. So she tries to blow up the planet, but then they disable her spaceship and then the moons crash into each other but they've evacuated everyone and I guess everything is okay except for two whole civilizations of people no longer have a place to live did the people who lived on one moon just go to the other moon that it was linked to you know what what's what's interesting is Mm -hmm. is that uh there may be an answer but I don't actually care okay fair enough (laughs) don't care what happens Mm -hmm. to any of them okay yeah fair Oh, at all. I don't know if I can communicate this to you <laughs> effectively enough. So, but at all, do you want to rewatch it so we find out? Nope. <laughs> okay. Nope. But, okay. If I could unwatch it, I would. Oh, interesting. All right. Um, yeah. So that is uh, that is Crash of the Moons. Did I miss any details <laughs> that you want to add? Nope. I'm okay. good. I'm okay. golden. You're golden, just like the Oscar this movie didn't win. Interesting. Um, Speaking of uh, not that, but of our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Gizmonic Institute Radio, um, we do have a Facebook page there. We have a wonderful community of awesome people. Um, and when we record an episode, we try to remember to reach out and say, hey, we're recording an episode on this. Tell us about what you think about it. And we had a lot of people um, respond. Oh, yeah? So you ready? Cool. Yeah. It, it helps that we... We, we actually, actually did, did it, it. yes. Yeah. And also, it's been like a week because we we missed a, uh, a record. We had some technical difficulties. Yeah, it was scheduling a big deal. difficulties. There were little microbes there in the the hole, and they mm-hmm. were destroying the surface of the. Yeah, hole. we didn't even talk about it at all in the part the with Doctor Otter. Right, no, yeah, and we, we had just, to like crash yeah. land on a planet. Yeah, they were. Repair well, remember everything. the tomato things? Yeah, the, I know. yeah. We had to plant tomatoes in our poo, and yeah. And well, no, I was talking about the tomato, like the things we thought were tomatoes. Oh, right, but yeah. with all the teeth going. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. all that happened. You yeah. guys don't want to hear mm, about that. Yeah, but it's uh, just boring. Just yeah. regular everyday. Yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, let's get to the scheduling. letters. Yeah. Our friend Greg writes in. Hello, Greg. Um, and <laughs> this is really important. Again, important news for you. Uh, Roku has a Rocky Jones streaming channel. Oh. Greg, don't spread the knowledge. <laughs> I was just going to watch it around. all the episodes in order. Halfway through, they pulled the channel. Oh well, wait—they oh, okay. don't have the Rocky Jones okay, Rocky channel. Oh, I need to. I now I need to start my change.org petition. We need to practice social distancing, but with knowledge of the Roku channel. Roku has just been dropping. First, they they get mad at Apple, and then they get mad at HBO Max, and they're not mad at HBO Max anymore. Now they drop the Rocky Jones channel. This is bad. Roku, Roku, you're on. You're on my watch list. Yeah, just at, just sitting there looking at you. Mm-hmm. That's what he does. I'm, with I'm it. watching this list. It just says Roku on it. Um, our friend Michael writes in. Hello, Michael. And he says, 
I think this is the, quote, insert joke here episode, mm. which is still a riff I use in my life to this day. Oh, okay. Uh, going back to last week's episode, unfortunately, I have to owe my entire existence to McDonald's. It was the place <laughs> my parents met. Oh, no, I thought you were going <laughs> to say conceived you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you want to know why the milkshake machine's broken? Um, in fact, that specific restaurant is still in business to this day. You should ask them if that's where you're conceived also. Mm. But that's wonderful. Congrats yes. to your parents. Um, I don't I, – I had not thought of this until just now, but do you know of a McDonald's that's closed? Whoa. Like I don't know – I know that the McDonald's I went to when I was a child is still no, there. Oh, yeah, same, same. That's crazy. Oh, man. Weird. Like I'm sure there are McDonald's that closed because they like – caught on fire or something but like even then i don't know yeah maybe they probably just, yeah, just build it up again um and then uh hunter chimes in and says i think insert your joke here was for manhunt in space oh. so maybe it was you know who knows who knows for the know. research is required our friend travis writes in travis um travis says firstly i am not the travis adam was talking about. oh sure you are <laughs> what would the travis adam was talking about i, I still think that travis is what adam calls himself um i am my own man <laughs> Maybe they call me Trey V from now on, or Trav. Travy. Trav. It's Trav. Travsky. Yeah. You come up with cool names for people. Travsky. Travsky. Okay. Gnome Travsky. Um, <laughs> or maybe Facebook's Trav. Uh, Facebook's Travsky. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's good. Um, well, so this is this is a letter from Facebook's Travsky. Um, this episode is always a go-to for me when I want to nap. <laughs> Watching a short that's a soap never gelled with me. Yeah. Give the riffers a narrator to snark against, I say. Should we call them GPC moons now? In yeah. any case, the song is super catchy. That's a, you know. There that, you go. That's a good, good solution. Yeah, absolutely. Creative thinking. Uh, Winky has such extra dimension now. Yeah, because he's a, he's an armed robber. Yeah. Um, something about Cleolanta is unpleasantly reminiscent. And... That seems like a very personal thing that you might want to spend time unpacking. <laughs> <laughs> to me, it, she's unpleasantly reminiscent only because she was in Manhunt in Space. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, so thank you for writing in uh, Travi from Facebook. FB. Oh, FB. FB's Travi. No, FB Travsky. FB Travsky. Um, na, 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 na. <laughs> that's like... Uh, I used to follow this Twitter account that was Wikipedia articles that used names you could sing to the tune of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Nice. And I feel like things we say on this podcast that could be sung to the tune of Real Big Fish's sellout is... Uh, the whole thing. Yeah, that's going to be the next big thing. Um, our friend Jared, the savior of our show, wrote oh. in. Um, Jared, who uh, managed Jared to save all of our episodes, our backlog, when we... Uh, Jared keepeth our episodes clean. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Oh, okay. Jared. Um, Jared says, I don't think I've ever watched this, even though I've owned it for years. Um, ha, I'm bad about that. And you should see my Steam library. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, <laughs> boy, they kind of worked blue in this one. Or yeah. as Joel says to the bots at one point, you know, you two are getting a little too spicy. Oh, that's a fun way of saying yeah. it too, isn't it? Um, I hate these TV episodes stitched into movies, movies. Yeah. It seems to me that they should have been disqualified and never considered for MST3K to begin with. You're that, not wrong. Yeah. I, I don't think I've seen one yet that I've enjoyed. We usually have at least one dissenter in the general opinion, but mm -hmm. everyone seems to be uh, agreeing that this is not not the best. 
Yeah, that yeah. I still we, great. Not yet. Still I, great. Still lovable. We haven't gotten through all the letters, but right. yes, yeah. Right. Um, that said, and considering I had no idea what was going on in this quote movie, and not the slightest interest in finding out, you guys had that in common. Uh, the riffing is pretty great throughout. Yeah. It's an episode I might turn on again in the background sometime, but definitely not one I'm going to deliberately pull out for movie night and give my full attention to. It's kind of like when we had the eclipse, you know, you can't look directly at it. Yeah. Sort of thing. Uh-huh. Like you can have it in the well, background. And it's funny because right this movie it. has three moons in it. There you go. Which is like an eclipse. Voila. Mm-hmm. Um, there must have been a rad eclipse on like there had to have been a planet between the moon that didn't explode and the two that crashed together mm. and that would be a rad eclipse yeah, to see dope. moons crashing together eclipsed by another moon cool that's that's cool um, as for the host segments the openers were great and i was familiar with the moon song later on the old clowns in the sky cds they used to sell in which i listened to more than i probably should have Mm-mm. uh it wasn't one of my standout favorites back then but you know it's really pretty good I love GPC's rebuffs of both of her would-be suitors, and oh man, the host segment with Crow's script killed me for some reason. Kind of woke me out of the Crash of Moon stupor I was setting in by that point of the episode. Which, that's that's a really good point. The, the skits kind of did... They broke it up. Sometimes they feel like they're coming up for a breath of air, and I feel like in this episode it really it was specifically... It much-needed relief. Uh, last note, I love it when they carry a gag into or through the end credits. It's a rarity, and the only other one I could think of is Servo as Granny from the Beverly Hillbillies screaming, Jid! Uh, during almost the entirety of the end credits of The Leech Woman on season eight. Uh, for anyone who hasn't seen that one, I understand <laughs> what I just said may sound random. Uh, but I feel like there are at least a few others I'm forgetting. I, I'm trying to rack my brain. I don't think we've seen one up to this point, but there may be some more in the future. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, our friend Paul writes in. Paul. Um, reposting this from the Mac and Me thread. Uh, they always write such fun songs in the host segments. My favorite is the train songs from The Girl in Lover's Lane. Anyway, Crash of Moons is infinitely better than Fire Maidens. Solid, solid episode, funny, weird inventions, and great host segments. I can definitely agree that it's, you know, it's definitely not worse than Fire Maidens. I'll say that. I don't know what it is about Fire Maidens that I I really enjoyed. I don't like. Oh, you liked it. I I I didn't like the movie. I mm. thought the movie was terrible. But that episode. But I thought that episode is really strong. Yeah. I, and I don't know why. Because I'd never seen. Maybe it's because I've never because seen it before. You've been not drinking enough clam juice. Mm, that could be. I could. I am severely dehydrated. You are just a prune. Ah. Uh-huh. A prune of a man. Our friend Steve writes in. Hello, Steve. Um. Steve says, is this the lewdest episode yet? Yeah. I enjoy this film. I mean, it's not great, but it's kind of silly fun. Uh-huh. Yeah, I agree. And they definitely, I was wondering if they're, like, trying out a new thing with this, you know? Like, why don't we lean into the lewd? Yeah. I mean, it does It does kind of, uh, it, it limits the audience to the show a little bit, I think. Because um, this is, you know, back in the early to mid '90s when uh, Tipper Gore was arguing with uh, Jello Biafra on Ricky Lake about censorship and things like that, and that, you know, so entering into that kind of territory with the show, I, I you know, I, I'm glad they didn't 
necessarily go that route, but I, I think they probably had to steer that direction a little bit to keep up with some of the other stuff on Comedy Central at the time mm-hmm. too. So, um, but yeah, yeah, this is definitely the the bluest episode I can remember in recent memory. So. Um, our friend Cy writes in. Cy. Cy says, I don't know how many times I've watched this episode, but this is genuinely <laughs> the first time I've ever noticed that the film's title card reads Crash of Moons instead of Crash of the Moons. Oh, he knows Thank it you, too. Cy. Thank Cy's you. Cy's on your Thank side you. with the yes. you two observing things. Mm-hmm. Uh, then again, isn't there an extra the in the title card of the very next episode? Attack of the the eye creatures. <laughs> I you know, we haven't watched it yet, but we'll I'll keep an, an eye out. Mm? Mm. No pun intended. Um, really, I didn't. Uh, so I guess the season as a whole has the correct number of these. Okay. Um, yeah. Good logic. I mm-hmm. appreciate that. That's how yep. math works. Yep, 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 yep. I like that a lot. Uh, and finally, our friend James writes in. James. Um, and says, and th- this is a, I believe this is a riff pulled from the film, but I think it's a good uh, sentiment to end on. Crash of the Moons. Two frat boys in a butt-on collision. <laughs> 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 so thank you to everyone who wrote in. Um, I mean, if there are head-on collisions, then there have to be butt-on collisions. That's true, especially if you're mooning somebody. That's brilliant. Yeah, your pants down. You're not super aware of your surroundings, except you know for what you're aiming at. Something was missing from my life, and now I found it. <laughs> now you found it. Um, thank you to everyone who wrote in. Again, that's Facebook.com/slash/GizmonicInstituteRadio. Um, we appreciate our our. We have really cool fans there. People talking in the the comments for episode episodes talking about msd3k we have a great community um really wonderful people there so go to facebook give us a like if you want if you listen to our show on a uh a podcatcher where you can leave a review it means a lot to us if you do it helps other people find the show helps us appear in the uh, whatever algorithms that uh apple podcasts or whatever uses to recommend things to other people so why not draw a picture of what you think we look like Sure, that that is something you could do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it, I'll draw a picture of what I think you look like. What you think I look like? No, the listener. Oh, okay. Just okay. the the listener, which is just like a silhouette with a question mark on the face, is yes. what I imagine. It's, oh, is it? So it's like, is it like the uh, interstitials of episodes of Pokemon? Yeah, or like a like a documentary about like a serial killer or something, and uh, okay. they have an, an anonymous witness. Gotcha. Like that's how I imagine our audience. And, then, the and then the serial killer documentary comes back from commercial, and it's Weeping Bell. This <laughs> 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 is the is where they show it it to be that is who was the serial killer all along was weeping bell all right um that why is that the first pokemon name that came to mind that's a that's a poll that it i i didn't mean to i should have said charizard that's too basic can't say the i either it's charizard is it isn't it i don't know fight me oh i don't want to not yeah. again not today yeah. I'll um, you. anyway don't flip love me again please uh, i'll start talking in dutch if you if you do that blip, blip. and that's a threat um thank you again to everyone who wrote in again one last time facebook.com slash gizmonic institute radio leave us a review if you can um yeah and uh, we better get back to uh, Dr. Odd. Yep. Uh, do you have any final thoughts before we uh, we wrap wrap up this here audio log? No bounce, no play. Wiser words have been spoken. Uh, this has been the audio log for MST3K Season 4, Episode 17, Crash of the... 
moons. All right. That was a, that was fun. Not as fun as going to a music festival. That's true. Nothing or a Toby is. festival. Nothing yeah. is. Thank you. <laughs> wow, you look so Toby ready Fest. to party, Doctor. Yeah, you've I got am. a you've got a lay on. Yep. yep. I can see a. Uh, I can see one of those like sleeves that you roll up and it makes it look like you have tattoos. Yeah, I've got the. Yeah, well, those, I mean, that's those, are, I, those are cool. Yeah. And I've got mm-hmm. uh, my hat that you know has the thing with the two cans. And the, yep. uh, the hose that comes down to my mouth, and I put my flip-flop pop in it. Are, are those cans of uh, a fruit cocktail? Flip, flip-flop pop, you mean? <laughs> yeah, okay, flip-flop top? Chip. No, no, the cans in you your ass. But I, uh, yeah. the label up there that I wrote on with a Sharpie says flip-top pop, remember, or flip-flop. <laughs> flip-flop, flip-top pop. Flip-flop yeah, sure. pop. Yeah. I also think It'll that... make you drop and go plop. Putting the t-shirt on the outside of the lab coat was a good idea because you can read it better. Exactly. But, but why does it say Irish me I'm kiss? Well, And then it just says Eastern Block in quotes below. You know, is this one of your Toby Pride things? The 80s were a crazy time. That's all yeah. I have to say about that. Anyway, I'm ready to go to the music festival. Knock knock suckers! <gasps> What's this? Knock knock! Oh no, oh god. Are you on your way to Toby Fest? Oh my gosh! Is yes. that Weird Al Yankovic? No! No, definitely it's not. not. It's definitely not him. Is that the voice of uh, uh, Scooby Doo? It's not! No. Could be. No, it's me, Bratwurst! Oh man! The I lead can't be- singer of Shrimp Brisket! Oh my gosh! I can't believe this. Oh, couldn't you notice me by my backwards bucket hat? I should have noticed you. I should have noticed you by the smell, to be honest. Yeah, shrimp briskets in the basement. Jeff must have been a really big fan of yours. Uh, sorry, sorry, shrimp brisket, but uh, my fellow captive up here has just passed out on the middle of the floor. Oh, no, that's actually, to be fair. Shrimp brisket. That's because he was thinking about the food. He was thinking about the actual food, shrimp and and brisket. No, I do that to a lot of middle-aged white men. The, the manual says in case of shrimp brisket, and then it just says five ninety-nine. So I'm not sure what I'm supposed to do. That's right. That's about my song five ninety-nine. What? Five ninety-nine. Is- it's gonna be fine when you break your fist on the face of my grandma. Yo, wow. I didn't finish the lyrics on that one. Yeah, I notice you've got that uh, that red hat there. What's that about? It's my bucket hat. I dropped oh. it in a bucket of ketchup. That's why I call it that. I'm into, I'm into buckets Sucker. myself. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah, so you going to Toby Fest? Oh, you know I'm going to Toby Fest. I'm ready to... You're going to rock out at Toby Fest? I mean, I, I, I want to. I want to rock gonna it. You're going to punch your dad in the face at Toby Fest? Is, is that an option? I don't know. Is your dad going to Toby Fest? So, so are you one-on-one recruiting people to go to your concert? No, I'm just looking for a ride in this basement. Look like the basement of someone who'd be going to Toby Fest. Well, how, did you, how did you get here? <laughs> how did I get here? Yes. I fell off the back of the truck I was riding on. <laughs> was it? Uh, did it happen to be a shrimp truck? It was a shrimp and brisket truck. It was the shrimp and brisket. Express. Express. Mr. Mr. Brisket. 
Yeah, um, the shrimp brisket express. It's the best. You can't get the rest, so get that express. Mr. Brisket. Yo. Um, I'm what a, up? a big health hostage. What up? I would like to return to. Yo, that's metal AF. I don't. I don't what? think he. I don't think he is processing anything. <laughs> I don't. I don't I, I, to be clear, not just what you're saying. I mean, literally anything. <laughs> just, no, I'm not but... processing. Just like the brisket, and shrimp brisket isn't processed chicken. That's pretended to be brisket, yo. No, this is making me feel really. I ag- legally can't say that. Just listening to him talk is making me feel really aggressive. Yo, I feel well, like... why don't you go and break your hand on a wall or something? Oh, I think that I'm just gonna start hitting this unconscious. If you're gonna punch that drywall, don't punch a stud, or else you'll break your hand and there'll be blood. Yeah, that's the chorus to my song, Punch of Drywall Stand. Man, I yeah. can't, you know, I can't figure out for the life of me why the International uh, Shrimp and Brisket Association dropped you from their advertising campaign. Word, those suits were tight, man. They were Literally. like, yo, yo, what is this fool doing? He can't rap, he can't do, and I said, I am rapping. It's me, Shrimp Brisket. Listen, I gotta, no. I gotta, okay, I have to, I have to level with you. Yeah, level with me, cuz. I, I have the, uh, uh-huh. the lineup for Toby Fest right here. Yo, yeah, bro, I bet my name's right at the top. We releasing our new album, Vienna Sausage Flavored Water. It's also a new flavor of LaCroix, yo. Well, anyway, I was going to say... Yeah. I, I don't see Shrimp Biscuit anywhere on this lineup. In fact, oh, man, you must not have the updated one, yo! <laughs> no, it's really, it's just, it's just, it's just, uh, uh, Toby Pride. Oh, yo, boss, did you print that on the back of a Long John Silver's menu? Hey, what, the, what difference does that make? No, I just <laughs> say shrimp's on that menu and Shrimp Biscuit's in the house, so you know that I'm not gonna use a mouse to make that's my brisket because I'm not legally allowed to say that that's because the FDA won't let me say that Mr. Brisket yo I couldn't find any hey what up shorty I, how you doing well I couldn't find some any drywall but I did just punch a nail oh that's metal yo yeah. oh Chuck yeah it's nothing hey you want to be one of the fly girls in the show heck yes yeah you get to dress up as a big fly and you get to swarm around a big pile of brisket while I do my rap yeah do I need to yeah it sounds like you'll be swarming around that brisket uh-huh, yeah! I think uh, shrimp brisket definitely attracts some flies, if you know what I mean. Oh, but yeah, I... fly honeys. Hun- you catch more honey yeah, flies with fly yeah, honeys than you do with vinegar. Anyway. Which is an ingredient in my shrimp, not my brisket. So, no. yeah, you gonna give me a ride or not, sucker? Look, look, look. Yeah. You have been very, uh, I'm going to say aggressive. Which I Yo, can, that's what my teacher said. Yeah, which I can appreciate. Here's uh-huh. the thing. Uh, I didn't get my driver's license because of it. So listen, I heard when you were doing that uh, those commercial campaigns that they... I heard a rumor that supposedly you were actually made of shrimp and biscuit. Nah, man, that's false. I'm not a bunch of shrimp and pants with a brisket on top and a robot brain. Well, I'm not legally allowed to say that. Exactly. Now listen, legally, 
That doesn't matter. And if you want a ride to yeah. the festival, here's what we could do. Word up! I could have you get in this box over here. See, this is called the rock and rock, the, the rolling rock box. Yo, that's fly, man. I know. I it's, love that. It's weird. It's got all those needles in it, but don't pay attention to that. It does. Can I bring some of these long jobs? It was meant used for reading material. Absolutely. I, I wouldn't have it any other way. I in the bathroom. Because, uh, we are... Can I use this box as the bathroom? Sure, 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 sure. Just okay. get in there. Just get in there. There, All right. there we go. Oh no. My God. This is insane. I can't Yeah! That was my other act. Insane. Insane. I was really hoping yeah. when I closed the door he would shut up. <laughs> nah, man. The other thing I learned in driving school is how to how to project. He doesn't look like he's doing so good though. Oh man. Well no, I mean, look, listen, he's in there now. Basically what I'm doing is just draining him. Uh-huh. Uh and now listen, you might say that sounds really mean, right? Eh. <laughs> I might. Probably not. But here's Probably what I'm going to say. Who wants shrimp and biscuits? I'm going to say biscuits again. Who wants shrimp and brisket? I I do. I want to, I'm feeling I'm feeling less juicy than I was yeah, earlier. Yeah, yeah, you sure are because I'm juicing you. That's basically you. Uh, welcome to my juicer. Welcome. Oh, that's metal, man. Welcome to Toby Fest. I don't know if I'm going to be able to perform at Toby Fest now. You already are. Uh, oh, Listen, right. Jeff and Renee, hey, we are going hey, to eat shrimp hey, Mr. and brisket Mr. all week. Mr. Oh, Science, Mr. Science, is, what? is heaven real? Mr. Brisket. Yo. Yes. R rest in beef. Uh.